Ezerloon Fortress is considered to be a pretty awesome place. They got like everything that you could possibly need. They got schools, sports facilities, Gone with the Sun alongside Wuthering Heights is playing in theaters. It's a modern city. It's got like, I don't know, two, three million people, like five million total with all the staff, you know, running the facilities and all that. Like, what more could you possibly want from an artificial planet with a giant laser that's covered in molten metal? It's pretty dope if you ask me. And Admiral Yang, you know, with his promotion, um, is now going to take over the fortress. And it it's pretty, pretty cool. I think it's actually pretty interesting how... They just, like, through a montage, just set up this, like, check out Ezerloon Fortress. It's pretty cool. And the sequel to Gone with the Wind is Gone with the Sun. It's pretty good. Pretty good. But yeah. Episode 17 is titled Before the Storm. Where the last episode, we saw the consequences... And the end of the Battle of Amlitzer, this episode we see preparations for the next big battle. And naturally, with the power scramble um, that just happened with the death of the Kaiser in the last episode, um, Reinhardt and friends are going to have to start scheming and um, they turn their attention towards... Um, making sure that the alliance doesn't interfere with whatever internal power struggle that's going to happen within the empire. And to do that, they go all the way to Yang Wenli's past. And now, y'all may remember, Yang Wenli is the hero of Alpha Sil. Alpha Sil was like this place that was about to be like, run over and taken over by the Empire. And Yang Winley was basically just like a dropout, like military school. And he was under the command of this man by the name of Rear Admiral Lynch. That was his whole title. And Lynch decided to abandon his post. And this is where Yang Winley like rose to the occasion. And as um, Lieutenant Greenhill said, he's like, he was the only one who behaved like an adult. Um, even though we know Yang was not an adult and he basically led a bunch of people out of the planet while, um, Admiral Lynch was basically captured by the Empire. And then he becomes this broken, hollow man who's an alcoholic and it's rumored that his family, his wife and kid have dropped themselves from his uh, family register because they're just absolutely ashamed. Um... Reinhardt offers him the basically a pretty high officer's position if he is going to infiltrate the Free Planet Alliance and instigate a coup. Um, and since he has nothing to lose and he's already a destitute man, he agrees to the plan. And so he makes uh, an offer. Not not he. Um, Reinhardt makes an offer for um, a prisoner exchange. Between the Free Planet Alliance and, you know, the Empire. They're going to, the Empire is going to give them, like, two million folks. And, um, I think they're probably going to get, like, two million folks back or something. I didn't actually quite pay attention to that part. But that part wasn't important. Um, 
The Alliance, even though they're still technically in a period of war, accepts the prisoner exchange, you know, under humanitarian purposes. And um, they have the prisoner exchange. Within the prisoner exchange, we see Admiral Lynch crossing over back onwards to the Alliance side. And naturally, um, alongside this prisoner exchange, there was a meeting between... um, not Kirkeis or Kirkeis and um, Yang Wenli. And, you know, it's a pretty warm uh, meeting. But at the end of the episode, when um, Kirkeis is responding, well, reporting back to Reinhardt, he's just like, wow, he's a very deep-hearted man. I bet he's already sawn th- through all your schemes, man. And he's just like, yep. Reinhardt is just like, yep, good. Ian Kierkeiser just like, what a horrifying, terrifying enemy. If only he could be our friend. And I like that little bit of camaraderie because earlier in the episode, um, after the prisoner exchange, uh, Yang makes the comment of, wow, I actually kind of like our enemy more than our friends. That is, the friends would be like the politicians back at home. Um, interesting, interesting, cute little thing happening there. Um, what else big happens? There is a moment earlier in the episode where Oberstein talks to Reinhardt on the side, and Oberstein just says, you know, I think your buddy is kind of too soft-hearted, you know? He's just, he just has too good a personality. I think that the person that you're going to want for Vice Admiral or whatever is second in command shouldn't be your best friend, but it should, you know, be someone else. And Reinhardt's like, the fuck, dude? What you mean? No, that's, nah, this has already been decided. This is not, this is not like a conversation we're going to have. But, um, yeah, I think that's interesting because it's like, oh, Miracle Yang, how are we going to keep him intact? Um. There's a conversation um, towards the end of the episode that, and here is um, Yang scheming. He says, Yang says, yeah, um, the Empire, and more specifically Reinhardt, just is probably going to want to instigate a coup, and he's probably going to do, like, it'd probably be pretty easy, because... As we saw from the last episode, the power structure is kind of in disarray, and the Secretary of Defense, Trinit, has just, like, fucking ran everybody's pockets. Because where everyone had been, you know, in the previous episodes, episode, like, 12 or so, they've been like, yeah, we'll go to war, we'll have another victory, and we're going to win the election. Well, they had a pretty big loss, and they're not going to win those elections. And so, like probably pretty easy, especially given the big loss, that there's a lot of discontent, and there's an interesting um, sight into the whole conspiracy, and we see um, former Rear Admiral Lynch just, like, playing a bunch of other, what looks appears to be high officials within the military, and among these high officials, we actually see someone who's very interesting. You may remember him from earlier. That is, he made an appearance in episode 12 that is Commodore Fork. Commodore Fork, um, he's just sort of like, nah, we don't need Yang Winley. We don't need him. 
a man like him? Everyone else is like, oh, too bad we couldn't get him on board. And then, like, like at the end, it's just like, if he tries to do anything against us, we'll beat him down. And then all of this is right before when Yang is actually having a conversation with Admiral Bucock, and they come across, like, this, like, organization of the Earth Clan cult, cult people. I mentioned the Earth Cult in the last episode, but... This is actually where we see that the Earth Cult is not just like a shattery figure, figure, but is actually fairly prominent within the Alliance society. Um, you may remember Bucock. I think I just kind of rushed into it. Bucock is actually this old fella. He becomes more important later on, but um, you may remember him from the previous episode where Admiral Yang had helped Bucock escape to Iserlone from the front lines or from their position where they were attacked. And he made that maneuvers happen. Bucock is just sort of like, you know, I think that they're just an extinction of, like, the Patriotics Knights Corps, the PKC. And, like, they are, in a lot of ways, like a right-wing organization. Because it's just like, oh, here's modern space society. Let's go back to Earth. <laughs> um, in new type Gundam talk, it'll be like, you dogs with your souls tied to Earth. Rah! They'd be that, but... No new type ideology, at least none that I remember in Legend of the Galactic Heroes. That's an extra aside. This episode's pretty exciting. Next episode looks also really exciting. Definitely looking forward to it. That was episode 17, Before the Storm. It's not really that calm, because a lot of things are happening. One other interesting offhanded comment that they make... Um, Julian is talking with, um, yeah, Jessica Greenhill, or I forgot her name, not Frederica, I forget these girls' name, but yeah, Lieutenant Greenhill, and they're just sort of like, man, Yang Winley probably would have preferred to not become a hero, because then he wouldn't have been, like, promoted and known as, like, the mirror, uh, like, the magician or whatever, and she's just like, yeah, he probably would have. And then he's like, oh, no, he would have been like a POW and he would have been like killed in a ditch or something. And I was like, wait, was was the Empire doing that? Um, I mean, like, he wasn't like thrown into a ditch. But he did, like, Admiral Lynch did, or Rear Admiral Lynch did descend into alcoholism. Much in the same way that Yang did, too. So, I mean, they're both alcoholics. But one does not live in shame. <laughs> Anyways, that's all for today's episode of the Daily Anime Podcast. It's me, Jefferson. As always, you can hit us up at the website, dailyanimepodcast.com. Send us an email, dailyanimepodcast.gmail.com. Send us a tweet or whatever, you know. Check us out. Anyways, thanks for listening. Have a wonderful day. Goodbye. <laughs>